Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. My enemy. For a long time he refused. But at last he said to himself, Maybe I have neither fear of God nor respect for man, but since she keeps pestering me, I must give this widow her just rights, or she will persist in coming and worry me to death. And the Lord said, You notice what the unjust judge has to say. Now will not God see justice done to his chosen who cry to him day and night, even when he delays to help them? I promise you, he will see justice done to them, and done speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find any faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Our Lord had just spoken about the period before his second coming and how it would be like the days of Noah, the days of Lot. And then he gives the warning that those who have made the spiritual um, progress should not think about material things. That is, those on the housetop should not come down to save the things that must perish. And likewise, those who are working in the field, they should not look back. And that whatever we do, two in the bed or two grinding in the middle, whatever we do, we must ensure that our intention is, is pure. That is, to, we, uh, we do it to please God, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so the Lord says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find any faith on earth? Or will there be any who are really pleasing to God? And so hearing how dangerous these times are, the disciple might well be, have reason to despair. How can we be sure that we are in fact doing what we're supposed to be doing? And so the Lord gives us the remedy for this prayer. He spoke the parable about the need to pray continually and never lose heart. So even at the darkest, when the night is darkest, when there seems to be absolutely no hope, we must not lose heart, but keep praying. Because, as our Lord says, will not your Father, will not God see justice done to his chosen? And by baptism, we have been chosen. The parable he gives is that of the judge, who has neither fear of God nor respect for men. And this shows the depth of his cruelty, of his wickedness. Because whilst many people have no fear of God, since his judgments are in the distant, in the distant future, or we, we, we are 
we lull ourselves to sleep by thinking of his mercy. Not to have respect for men is even worse because just human shame to be thought of as unjust or corrupt, that alone would coerce even strong men to behave themselves in public and to try to least protect their reputation. But to have absolutely no concern about what people think about public opinion shows a heart that is really corrupt and might even say immovable, which is what the Lord is, try, uh, is pointing out. Because the widow who comes has no other help or support. There is no one to come to her aid, no one to intercede for her, no one to plead for her. And all she says is, I want justice from you against my enemy. All she's asking for is what everybody wants for himself, justice. And he refused. He paid her no mind. But then eventually, he recognizes what the situation is. This woman is desperate and she has no intention of giving up. She keeps on coming again and again. He says, I must give her what she wants, otherwise she will worry me to death. Because there's nothing worse than someone who's continually whining. And the Lord uses this as an example. He says, you notice what the unjust judge has to say. It is the woman's persistence, more than her cause, or the rightness of her claim, that causes him to give in. But God is not like that. God always administers justice with his mercy, and mercy with his justice. Yes, he delays to answer immediately that we call to him. Why? Well, for his own good reason, but perhaps most important, as the Lord hints, he says the fact that we pray only increases our faith. And the more faith we have, the more ardently we will pray. In other words, we need to be absolutely convinced that there is a God who does hear, a God who rights wrongs. And even in the darkness, he is still there. And that eventually, he who is light will shine and then we will see justice done. The saints, we, we have in the, among the saints, this cry for justice. The, the same um, cry that the woman makes. I want justice against my enemies. In the, in the apocalypse, we have the saints, the martyrs, saying, Lord, when will we be avenged? And by this, it is not, by this they are, as with the widow, they're praying for the destruction of sinners. And we need to remember that sinners are destroyed in two ways, one of two ways. The fact, and the one that we pray for, is their conversion. So that they are no longer sinners, but rather they are repentant sinners, which is the distinction we need to make. We are all sinners, yes, but only some of us are repentant sinners. Both, indeed, for God's justice to take effect so that they do not sin anymore. Let us then ask that we will have this widow's faith, that total trust in God, and that whatever we need, whatever is our heart's desire, our continual prayer will eventually move him to give us justice and to do so speedily. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.